Welcome to the 2017 Halloween episode of the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we are playing Chaosium's 7th edition Call of Cthulhu horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are... Matt as Danny the Willies Williams. Yeah, you know, time flies when you're constantly scared shitless. Gabe as Roy. Arroyo. Just because I chicka chicka bow wowed on the dance floor doesn't mean I should be stuck with a terrible name like ch 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 ah ah ah. And Brian as Samantha the Blaine Witch Project. Oh my god, I can't wait to play this game right now. All right, guys, what are we uh, drinking tonight during our Halloween episode? Pig's blood. Pig's blood's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, always a good It one. always tastes better when you're sipping it out of William Cat's hair. Yeah. I'm drinking uh, The Haunter in the Dark, my pepper spiked stout from Boomstick Brew. All right, well, as you folks know, Halloween marks our podcast anniversary. We've been doing this for one year now, and congratulations to everyone who has participated, including these fine players, and thank you to all of our fans. Thank you so much. Brian, anything you want to say to our listeners on our one-year anniversary? I'm blown away, to be honest with you. I thought we would do this just strictly for fun, which it's unbelievably fun every time we play, but I thought that's all it would be. It has turned into such a creative aspect of my week that I cannot wait for it. It's amazing. I'm very, very happy to be part of this. How about you, Matt? I mean, I thought this was something that it was just going to be us and we were going to, you know, maybe do it every now and then. And, you know, maybe if we were lucky, we'd get 100 people who listen to us. But, you know, we passed 100 and then 1,000 and then 10,000. And every time I look at, you know, how well we're doing, everything just keeps going up. And, you know, we're getting more fan interactions and people are saying how much they love the work we do. And it's just crazy to me to think that there are people out there who take the time to listen to us and enjoy it. How about you, Gabe? You know, they brought me in when the... When the ratings were sagging as a bust up, you know, a PR move at all. And episode 24 got made this show pretty great. And ever since then, it's been kicking it. Uh, those are all true words. Absolutely. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a great year and uh, we'll see where the next year takes us. Well, gentlemen, let us begin tonight's tale. Petunia's House of Horrors. Yes. The old man sits at his kitchen table. A shaft of moonlight stabs through the window, illuminating his naked body. The folds and wrinkles a landscape of age and decay. His watery gray eyes stare down at the closed book in front of him, never wavering, never blinking, even as his hands find their way to the nearby brazier where a hypodermic has been sterilized upon the glowing embers. With familiar grace, his fingers handle the equipment, guiding the cooling needle to a vial of putrid jelly-like substance, and then to the crook of his arm. He allows himself a shivering gasp as the drug is delivered into his bloodstream. Then... The cold sensation of something alien moves through his veins, toward his heart. Fred smiles. 
His pupils open wider and wider until the whites of his eyes are engulfed. He can see beyond time and space, beyond imagination. With newfound sight, he opens the book. Upon the first page is a photograph of four young children standing on the sidewalk in front of a creaky, weathered old house that leans to one side. Fred knows these kids. One of them calls him Petunia. He leers closer to the scene, imagining his face is the full moon, watching over the lost children. Gabe, you will be playing Roy, age 13. Matt, you are playing Dan, age 11. Ooh, look who's old now, nerd. Brian, you are playing Samantha, age 9. So, Roy, you will notice on your character sheet you have two items, a slingshot with six steelies that you can shoot, and a luchador action figure. Please ignore any of the skills, except for the ones that I've entered. Cracking wise, throw a tantrum, and suns out, guns out. It is up to you to use your gear and possessions wisely. Same with the three skills that I've created for you. You can use those or not use those, depending. Feel free to be creative. Dan, uh, you have a magnifying glass and a lighter. Nerd. Your skills are diarrhea of the mouth. Fuck. Hide in place and break dance. And Samantha, you have a mirror and a novelty pumpkin flashlight. You have the skills flirt like crazy, continuous cartwheels, and mean girl stare. It is Halloween night, and you've had a good run of trick-or-treating. Tell us about your costumes and your haul. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Roy. I didn't get much candy because I was kind of a dick to all of the parents in the neighborhood, but I got this awesome devil's costume where I'm dressed like the devil because, you know, he's, like, not cool, but, like, he's cool. He's the devil. Come on. So I figured I'd dress like that, and also it pissed off my dad, so that's fun. Nice. All right. How about you, uh, Dan? I made out really well with candy tonight because I apologized for Roy being a dick and everyone gave me extra. I'm dressed up as uh, G.I. Joe. Full regalia, you know, painted green, the whole nine yards with the plastic gun and everything. And Samantha. My mom made me go as a cat, but as soon as I got out of the house, I put some bright red lipstick that I stole out of her purse on, and I'm a sexy cat. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Can't tell me what to do. The stupid housewives in this neighborhood have so much to say. They can just bite it. Shut the hell up. All right, fair enough. The full moon beams down like a ghostly eye unblinking in the cloudless night sky. You've been walking back towards home, comparing candy hauls, when Samantha realizes she no longer hears the soft pitter-patter of her younger sister, Georgina, following close behind. You're standing in front of the old Carmichael House, a Victorian-era structure that is rumored to be haunted by the spirits of dead children. I like dead kids. Who doesn't? So, Samantha, you no longer hear Georgina's footsteps behind you. Guys, hold on a second. Georgina, hurry up. She's little. Who cares? She'll be fine. Look, my mom's going to kill me if I don't bring her back. She's going to kill you anyway. You're the one that dressed like a whore. I don't care. Are you going to help or not? You seem to care. (sighs) 
I don't want to trade candy. I'm not really a big fan of the good and plenty. I'll trade all of my candy for all of your candy. That seems like a bad idea. Georgina! Where are you? Who cares? Guys, I think she went in the house. That's her fault. You mean the, 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 the Carmichael house? And indeed, as Samantha surmises that Georgina might have gone inside the house, she does see some spilled candy leading up towards the front gate, which is slightly ajar. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Hey, Dan. Yeah? Will you do me a big favor? Will you go with me up to the front door just, just to see if she's in there? I, I don't I don't know. My, my parents say that I should stay away from that place. I give him a kiss on the cheek. Come on, let's go. Okay. So Samantha was first, and she, to see the Carmichael grounds, the gate creaks open with a loud screeching sound, and it appears that the candy trail leads straight up to the front door, up some rickety wooden steps. To either side, you can see that the grounds are completely encircled by a rusty wrought iron fence, and trees which appear to be diseased with leaves that look like they're, they've been worm-eaten. And there's a bit of a breeze coming through. And Roy, since you were the last one to come up the steps to the front door of the Carmichael house, you do notice something strange that the darkness which broods outside of the street lamps back out on the sidewalk is starting to close in towards the house. Hey guys, it's getting dark. Uh, it's been dark. You gonna help me find Georgina or not? I don't want to, but if you die, everyone's gonna blame me. That's true. You know how this town is, they hate me. Danny, why don't you see if we can push the door open a little bit? And I'll call for her, okay? Dan, how about you don't be whipped and let her do it, women's empowerment or whatever. I'm, 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 I, maybe we should just knock first. Maybe some, someone's I home. give him a little push into the door. It pops open. That wasn't very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I slipped. She's not nice. Women aren't nice. And Dan, since you are the first one being pushed through the door, the front door creaks open to reveal a small foyer lit by a bare bulb overhead. A rickety coat tree leans in the corner between two doors, one on the north wall and one on the east wall. On the west wall are two wooden chairs to either side of a bookcase. The trail of candy leads toward the north door. A red balloon is tied to the door handle, bobbing eerily in the dim light. I, I, I don't see her here. She's, she's not here. Let's Danny, go. are you okay in there? Is it safe? I think so. It, it's an empty room. Are you floating? Because <laughs> we all float down here. I'm going to go in after Danny, but I'm going to grab onto his, the back of his costume and kind of hold tight. Did, did your sister lose a, a, a balloon by, by chance? She didn't have a balloon. Well, maybe maybe someone else was in here earlier. As Samantha steps in, grabbing Dan's costume, Roy slinks in behind them, and the door slams shut and locks. Oh, nice job, Roy. It's not my fault that my little sister can't be controlled by me. Why did you shut the door? I didn't shut it, idiot. Danny, are you going to let him call me names? I'm going to walk up to the door and start shaking the doorknob and pushing at the door to try to get it to open. It is very sturdy. You're clearly too weak to open it. Guys, the, 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 the door isn't opening. I'm. What are you talking about? Let me try it. 
I'm going to push him out of the way and try it. I'm going to look at this bookcase. All right. So Samantha attempts to push on the door, but it is quite solidly locked by some mysterious force. Roy wanders over to the bookcase, and you notice that the bookcase is filled with books, but it is the same book. And on the spine, you can see the title of each book is All Contented Cows Go to Heaven by S. Hannity. Sean Hannity? Sean Hannity, I knew it! (laughs) Those darn Republicans are behind it all! Damn it, that almost came out my nose. I'll pick one up and inspect, see what it's... If there's a thing on the back, like if there's like, you know, the summary. Bowl for spot hidden? No, it appears to be, there's no book cover, like no slipcase. It is essentially leather bound. Seems to be very sturdy, nice book. All right, I'll put it back. Okay. Take a seat in this here chair. Guys, we're what what are we going to do? The, the door won't open and we're we're stuck in here and I'm not even supposed to be here cuz my parents said I shouldn't go in here. Bad things happen to people who show up here. This is this is not good, guys. What are we going to do? Your parents had to tell you to not break and enter to somewhere. You couldn't figure that one out yourself. Guys, please help me find Georgina. I'm getting scared. She isn't here, dummy. Well, she's obviously here. This is her candy. I'm going to go up to the door with the balloon on it. Yep, the north door. Mm-hmm. And try to try the handle. It is quite firmly locked. Ha. I'm going to go sit in the corner and start rocking back and forth. <laughs> I'm going to go harass Dan. Don't look at the witch. She can't get you. I'm going to go to the other door, the east door. Zork, anyone? While you're doing that, I'll just start taking some of Dan's candy. <laughs> No, that's my candy, Roy. Leave it alone. Fight me for it, wuss. Samantha, the door swings open soundlessly to show a formal dining room with a long table that can accommodate 12 guests. One chair at the far end, probably meant for the host, has fallen over into disrepair, its legs splintered and sprawled on the floor. Mounted to the north wall is the stuffed head of a ten-point buck, its glassy black eyes staring mournfully into the void. A few of its antlers have snapped off, now scattered on the floor below like pulled fangs from some prehistoric beast. On the east wall is another closed door. There is a thick layer of dust everywhere and cobwebs hanging from the unlit chandelier overhead. Okay, I'm going to go over and grab Danny and Roy and say, please come with me. I'm very scared. Fine. I'm, 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 I think I'm just going to stay here. Uh, one of us should be here in case the door opens. They can, they can hold it open for, for everyone else, maybe. I'm going to go back over to Danny and do continuous cartwheels. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that amazing athletic And I'm talent. going to flirt like crazy. I needed a 75 and I rolled a 29. And underneath that, it says hard. Ooh, sorry, Dan. You're going to probably do whatever she says. Oh. I'm going to go up to Danny and go, Danny, it'll be okay. If we stick together, it'll be safer, okay? And then we'll get out of here. Oh, okay. If, if you think if you think so, okay. Okay, so I'm going to step into the room with the two boys on either side. Guys, let's go look at the deer. Let's go look at that deer head. Eh, it's just a deer. <laughs> I'm going to look at the antlers on the ground. Okay, so Samantha, you walk towards the buck on the wall. And as you pass the first chair, Dan, who is behind you, Mm -hmm. you happen to notice that as she is advancing toward the buck on the north wall, that the chandelier hanging above the table is starting to glow softly. Uh, Roy, did you flip a light switch 
and anywhere. I have not touched anything except the few things that I've touched, and that wasn't one of them. Uh, the, the the chandelier is 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 lighting up all on, on its own. Um, I'm not sure if it's supposed to to do that or not. Um, I'll pull him aside and be like, Dan, this is the perfect mood lighting. You got to go for it, dude. Go 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 for what, Roy? Don't act like you don't like her. I know how it is. She could talk you into anything she wants. Uh, uh, gir- girls are icky. And as you are huddled there and as Samantha investigates and takes a peek at the uh, broken antlers scattered on the floor, all three of you begin to hear some sort of orchestral music softly rising from seemingly nowhere. Is it Franz Liszt's? It is, yes. Oh, yes. I, I don't know, Roy. My, my my dad told me I wasn't allowed to date until I was married. Your dad's a square. That's an old world view, dude. But he he he'd probably probably get mad at me if if I if I tried. Hey, Sam, have have you found anything in the antlers? I'm gonna walk over, just walk away from him and walk over to where I'm Sam is. I'm gonna pick up one of the broken pieces of the antlers and look at it. Samantha picks up a broken piece of antler and begins to turn it in her hand. Roy. You look at the dining room table and you have to rub your knuckles in your eyes because you're pretty darn certain that you see people sitting in the chairs at the west end of the table. I'll uh, tap one of them on the shoulder. As you approach the table and what you see is the uh, uh, what appears to be some sort of figure sitting in the westernmost chair... You get closer and closer, and you see that the figures are ghostly and skeletal. And the two to either side of the host, they have empty eye sockets that seem to leer at you. And now you can see that they have grinning, rotted, skeletal teeth that turn towards you. Oh, snap, it's Mr. Skeletal. You better praise him, otherwise you will never have good bones and calcium ever again. Hey, you guys, um, you guys seeing this? I'm gonna turn towards Roy and say, see what? What? And Samantha, you do indeed see that the entire table is populated with ghostly grinning skeletons who are all looking at you. Oh my god! I'm gonna grab Dan and... Pull him with me to the next door. Wow, where are we going? Roy, what are you doing? Is there an, an empty seat at the table? There is not. They are all populated. I will attempt to see if they'll talk to me. Roll for small talk. And what do you say? Um, hello, sirs and ma'ams. Uh, we've been looking for this little girl running through here. Have you seen anything like that? They look at you silently, grinning, empty eye sockets. Filled with blackness. So you guys know Texas Hold'em? There's no answer. All right, I'll walk to the door with those two. (laughs) 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 Just act natural. I'm going to try the door handle and see if it opens. It does easily open. I'm going to go through and slam the door behind us. As you open the door, the stench of rotted meat assails your nostrils. (laughs) Oh my... God. It smells like home. This is clearly a dilapidated kitchen with a butcher's block covered in black blood stains in the southwest corner. A wooden mallet meant for tenderizing meat sits on its surface, oddly untouched by any gore. Along the south wall is a sink piled high with dirty dishes, flies buzzing overhead. 
Next to that is an old cast iron stove that is actually lit and casting a flickering orange radiance throughout the room. A pot of some liquid is boiling on top of it. Rickety cupboards hang precariously from the walls, doors unhinged and showing chipped plates and cracked glassware inside. A door is on the north wall. I'll immediately go to the sink and see if I can find a knife. Guys, I, I, maybe we should try another door. Uh, I, it, it doesn't smell very nice in here. I think you're right. We gotta get out of here. We gotta find her and go. This is weird. I'm going to head over to the other door and see if it opens. Fine, go ahead and get murdered by ghosts. I'm gonna try and find something to protect ourselves with. Uh, Roy, you approach the sink and see that it is filled with dirty dishes, but you don't see anything that looks like it could be a useful knife or any kind of weapon. But there is is just a mass of flies that are buzzing loudly directly overhead, and it's swarming, and they kind of zip around your head and start circling around you. Samantha, you realize that you still have one of the antlers in your hand. Roy, take this. Use this as a weapon. Fine. I'll take the antler from her. Dan, you open the door and are met with blackness. You're not even sure if there is anything within the void. Um, guys, there's there's nothing here. Um, okay, everybody, hold on to the person in front of you, and we're just gonna go through, okay? Oh, 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 wait, hold, hold on a second, guys, and I'm going to pull out my lighter and flick it on and use it as a, a small light source. I'm gonna grab my, my pumpkin flashlight out and see if that helps, too. And I'm gonna stand here. Both actually uh, do cast a bit of light, but only just a few feet in front. And as you turn on the pumpkin flashlight and light the lighter, you do see that there is an opposite wall, and it appears that the hallway continues along to the east. Everyone, we should probably stick together. I'll go talk to the ghosts again. I'll stay. Damn it, Roy, where are you going? Fine, I'll stay. Let's just stick together, okay? Let's just keep going. We gotta find her. Georgina! We're just gonna keep keep inching forward. As you inch forward down the hallway, you begin to hear a rough, ragged breathing coming from somewhere to the east. <coughs> Sorry. Roy, did you forget your inhaler again? It sounds like... <sighs> Sorry, guys, I haven't eaten in about 25 minutes. Guys, I don't think that's Georgina. What? What? I said I don't think that's Georgina. How did you come up with this hypothesis? Shut up, this is serious. No, it isn't. It is too. Fine. Come on, guys, the only way we're we're getting out of here is by finding Georgina. That's not true. Have you never seen a horror movie before? Guys, so talk about horrors. Don't you think your parents would be less mad at you if you just told them what happened rather than putting yourself and her in extra danger? Losing one kid is better than losing two. It's too late. Yeah, well... Well, the the front front door is, is kind of locked, guys. Uh, uh, maybe maybe there's like a a window in one of these back rooms we can we can crawl out of. That's a good idea. Let's do that, and then we'll go we'll go get my parents, and they'll come get they'll come get Georgina. Okay, let's do that. Uh, okay, we're gonna keep moving down the hallway, trying to look for doors, I guess, to see if there are any side rooms. You inch down a few more feet, and the ragged breathing becomes louder and 
about 15 feet in front of you, you can begin to see a pair of red glowing eyes about five feet up off the ground. Hey, Sam? Guys? Is Georgina really tall? No. Does does she have glowing red eyes by chance? Yes, but that's only when she hasn't eaten. Oh, um, maybe we should back away very slowly. Don't let's let's not make any sudden movements or loud noises. I, maybe I'm it's... pushing Roy out of the way and I'm running back into the kitchen room. <laughs> <laughs> Look who makes idiot decisions now. I'm nine. So what? I'm only thirteen. I'm eleven and a half. Which half? Psych, I'm not 13, I'm actually 27, I'm just disguising myself. Just wants all that free candy. So Samantha runs out of the hallway, back into the kitchen with her pumpkin flashlight, and Dan is standing there with a lighter, which now seems to be even dimmer than it was previously. Sam? Guys! Sam, where'd you- Get in here! Don't worry, Dan, you got me, and I'm the only one that knows anything, plus I have a weapon. Okay. I'm going to head back down the hallway and back out into the kitchen. You wuss. Leaving Roy in the hallway in complete and utter blackness. Except for the glowing red eyes. Well, I guess it's just me. The only brave person in this entire group. Roy, come on! I can't see. How am I supposed to come on? I'm going to peek my head in and shine the flashlight towards him. And at that very moment... You begin to hear something stampeding from the east end of the hallway towards Roy. Roy, run! Get out of there, man! I'll briskly jog to the door. What, through the walls? He's going to power walk like it's the 1980s. You dart through the door and... Close it, close it, close it, close it, close it! I shut it. I slam as hard as I can. And just as you do, you feel a large vibration as if something didn't hit the door but maybe hit the wall at the end of the hallway and then silence and just the buzzing of the flies in the kitchen what was that guys i'm not sure i want to find out we gotta get out of here roy why don't you take my lighter and and see if see if it's it's still there okay i'm gonna give roy the lighter i'll hold the antler out in front of me like a like a stabbing stick and i'll peek my head in the door with the lighter and you see the same black void that you saw previously your lighter only casts light for maybe a couple feet and you see nothing beyond the blackness is he there i don't see no red glowing eyes guys but there is one thing that you do see as you glance toward the ground you notice hoof prints on the floor in the dust. Guys, there's a horse in here. It looks very large. Guys, there's like a large horse in here. There's a horse? Who let the Budweiser Clydesdales out again? What the hell is a horse doing in here? There's hooves on the ground. Well, where else would they be, Roy? Shut up. It'd be kind of dumb for them to be on the wall. You're the same guy that was crying in the corner 20 minutes ago. I know. Should we try it again? Do you think it's gone? Yeah. Okay, you you lead the way. You've got the you've got the weapon. Fine. Let's um speed it up and do that whole thing that we did again with the lighter and inching <laughs> forward. So you enter back into the hallway, continuing down the hallway about five feet, and you hear the same rough, ragged breathing coming from the east end. And as you inch another five feet down the hallway, you see the red glowing eyes about five feet off the ground. And that's as far as you went last time. I think we have to keep going, guys. 
I, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm not in the in the mood to be horse lunch. Horses don't eat kids. They eat like adults. We're fine. But but do do horses normally have glowing red We're eyes? We're light towards it, so that's probably what it is. Let's just keep going and get out of here. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure, guys. Maybe maybe we maybe we shouldn't bother it. My uncle got kicked in the head by a horse. He only got brain damage, so I don't think we'll die. Let's go. Go, Roy, go! I give him a little push, but holding on tight to his back of his costume. With Roy in the lead, slowly pushing towards the... Continuing along the hallway, now the red eyes slowly reveal the shape of a misshapen, gigantic pig grunting and breathing at the end of the hallway. What is this, amnesia? Sam, is that Georgina? And it starts pawing at the ground. Guys, is that a pig? I think it's Georgina. It it doesn't look like a police officer to me. Help! Can anybody hear us? You're going to just attract attention. And it starts rushing toward you. I'm going to take off running back towards the kitchen. I'll stab it in the neck. I'm going to follow after Sam and run back. Samantha and Dan race back towards the kitchen as the pig stampedes. Looming larger and larger over Roy until he realizes that the antler is no match. And it is almost upon you. What would you like to do, Roy? Uh, Is it only five feet tall? No, it's quite large. Uh, It was sort of bending down, hulking down. That's why the eyes were five feet above the ground. But it is massive and it's filling the hallway. Hey, how high do you think Roy Arroyo, age 13, can jump? Three feet off the ground, tops. All right, fine, I'll run back. (laughs) Just as Roy leaps through the door, a rush of rotted meat stench blasts everyone in the face. Damn it, Roy, you stink. Ew. I'm going to do a roll. What are you going to roll? A cracking wise. I failed. (laughs) And then the door slams of its own accord. And the three of you are sprawled into the kitchen. I'm going to take a nap. Hey, hey Roy, I, 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 I dare you to, to, to go grab that mallet off off that, that counter. I, I bet you can't do, Fine, do it. Fine, I'll go grab the mallet. Uh, the mallet it seems to be very sturdy. Looks like it'd do well to tenderize some meat. You can add it to your inventory if you like. I'll add it to my inventory. I'm going to go over to the boiling pot of water and kind of look in... It's it's a liquid. We don't know what it is. Boiling pot of liquid and look inside to see what it is. Samantha peers into the pot and it does appear to be water. Oh, burn! Uh, But inside the water is boiling. It looks like it's a little glass vial of some sort along with a crucifix and a rosary. Roy, come here. You're so needy. Stick your hand in there. It won't it won't hurt that badly. Fine, I'll go over there. What does this mean? It means that the water's really hot. No, the stuff inside there. What does that mean? I don't know. You're the oldest one. You should know this stuff. I know everything, but the rule is with older people that we're not allowed to tell younger people. They gotta figure it out themselves. Okay, tell Danny then. Maybe. Alright. No, I don't know. I didn't... I'm going to to go 
back over to the cupboards and see if there's if there's anything like a pair of of tongs or some sort of grabber or something I can get to to fish that stuff out of the bottom of the pot. Yeah, you find the pair of tongs, no problem. Hey guys, you you think these might be helpful? Walk back over holding yeah, the tongs. Yeah, pull that stuff out real quick. Let's see what it is. Maybe you can help us get out. Okay, I'm going to very carefully uh, reach in and try and fish out all the stuff from the bottom of the pot using I the I grab tongs. the back of Danny's head and force it into the pot. Well, his head barely fits because there's a boiled bunny in there. Aww. Dan, you're easily able to fish out the rosary beads and a crucifix and also a little vial, which is now full of some of the boiling water. So what do we do with the, this stuff, guys? I don't know. But I don't think we should leave it here. I'll 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 keep it with me and and maybe we can do something with it later. Okay, Dan, why don't you go ahead and jot down on your character sheet: crucifix, rosary beads, and vial with water. Wait a minute, I'm the religious one. That's why I asked you if you knew what it was. Yeah, well, I didn't actually look. I was just pranking you. Oh. Well, that was fun. Should we go back in the other room? I know it's scary, but maybe we missed something and we can get out of here. Yeah. M- maybe we can use the the, this cross thingy to scare the ghosts away. Okay, yeah, let's try it. It's a crucifix. I'm gonna go back into the dining room. It's a crossy thingy. It's a crucifix heretic. It's a crucifix heretic. I'm gonna pull out the crucifix. I'm gonna say the the. I'm pointing at the ghosts and go. The power of Jesus compels you. Uh, I'll take it from his hand. You don't know what you're doing. I'll walk up to the west side ghosts. The ghosts that were rude to me and wouldn't play Texas. Hold them with me. I'll say, hey, hey ghosts prepare to die and i'll like shove the crucifix into their mouth the ghost his mouth stretches wide and wide and wide and then he gobbles up roy what the fudge cracker that's fine and the crucifix clatters to the ground what the hell was that and then all of the ghost figures drift up towards the chandelier and dissipate into thin air. Good plan, Dan. Roy's Facebook says. <laughs> Danny, what do we do? I, 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 I. Where's don't Roy? Know. He got eaten by the ghosts. Oh my god! I, I didn't know ghosts could eat people. I, I just thought they were scary. We're gonna be in so much trouble. And you hear a ghostly burp. Uh, excuse you? I'm gonna run over and pick up the cross. Danny, let's see if this will help open the other door. Oh, okay. I. I'll I'll bring the other things. Maybe that'll help. Go ahead and jot down crucifix on your character sheet, Samantha. Did the uh, the mallet drop too? It did not. No. Ah. Uh. So you just like killing me because I'm obnoxious. Was that the deal? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why. It has nothing to do with your actions. I forced you to try and stick a crucifix in the ghost's face. You're the one who wanted to crucifix a ghost to death. I just told them that the power of Christ compelled them. I didn't try and like... No, you said Jesus. That's not the words. Then maybe that's what went wrong. I'd like a mulligan. Can we can we get a do-over? We're going to go into the next room and try that door we couldn't open before. And So back to the foyer? Yeah. You see north door, which was locked, and a red balloon tied to the handle. And of course, the uh, bookcase filled with the same book. I'm going to try the crucifix and see if it'll pry the door open. It is a very tiny crucifix. Oh. It's like a necklace charm almost? Yeah, essentially what would fit on a rosary ordinarily. So about mm, two to three inches. I'm going (laughs) to inspect the door and see if there's a keyhole. There is not. But, Samantha, you do hear, now that you're standing very close to the door, a sound coming from the other side. It sounds like... 
My God, there's a gas leak. <laughs> Danny, it sounds like there's like a TV on or something in there, a radio. Do people still know what radios are? That's gonna They're going to have to pay a lot for electricity this month. Well, that didn't work. I'm going to go look at the bookcase and see if maybe there's a hidden key to the front door or something. Maybe maybe if you pull on one of the, the right books, a secret door will open. I saw it in, in one of my comic books. There was a, a secret switch behind the I'm going to start yeah. trying all the books. It's a little hard to keep track of because each of the books appears exactly the same, but you eventually pull all of them and nothing works. It didn't work, Danny. I'm going to go try the front door again. Still locked. Is there a keyhole? No keyhole. Very strange. Maybe we can do something to the pig with the the crossy. You think thingy. so? Should we try it? It's scary. Maybe it doesn't like to take a bath. I can I can throw the water on okay, it. Okay, I'll go with you. But we gotta stay by the door. Okay. Sucks having the brave one dead. Uh, okay. Okay, you go first. Oh, okay. I have my flashlight. We're gonna start heading down the hallway towards the what I assume the pig that will still be there at the end of the yes, hall. Yes, as you proceed, it is exactly the same thing, almost as if it were in some sort of haunted loop. Danny, give me the give me the bead things, just so I have something too. You have the crossy thingy though. I'm holding it out in front of me. I'm gonna get within pissing distance of this thing, and I'm going to uncork the vial and and throw the water at it. And as you do so. You hear, and then it dissipates into black smoke. You did it! Danny, you did it! It worked? And suddenly, the pumpkin flashlight casts a much brighter glow all of a sudden, and you can see the end of the hallway and a door. Okay, let's 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 get out of this hallway. Let's go. Let's go. There's got to be a way out through there. Open it, Danny. Open it. Gonna open the door. So, Dan, you open up the door, and you see a short hallway, and then some stairs leading down. I'm going to lean over his shoulder and go, Georgina, are you down there? Samantha, you think you hear a whimper. Danny, I think she's down there. Let's go get her and get out of here. I, I, I'm, I've never been a big fan of, of basements. Um, Do you want to go back? There's nowhere to go. We can't get out. Maybe there's a window in the basement we can crawl out. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, just keep keep the flashlight point pointed ahead, okay? And we're going to slowly head over, and I guess we're going to head down the stairs into the basement. As you descend the stairs, there is a chill that creeps into your bones. You reach the bottom of the steps, and obviously you're in the basement, into a large chamber, and you see a soft fluorescent light emitting from black candles set in the middle of the chamber. And in the middle of this chamber is a squat ebony casket that lays upon a dais. On the floor are pentagrams and ancient sigils which pulse and glow with a purplish light. And against this dais is Roy, curled up at the foot of the casket, sucking on his thumb, sleeping. Is, 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 is that, is, I is think that? that's Roy. Should, should we, we go and try and wake him up? Yeah, let's get him. Quick, go, go, go. Oh, okay, I'm going to walk up to where Roy is on the ground. I'm going to kind of lightly kick him, go, Roy, um, Roy. I'm just going to kind of kick and prod him with my foot from a, a distance. And indeed, he awakens. And Roy, you wake up to find yourself lying on the ground. Your thumb is in your mouth. It tastes 
strangely like patchouli and you you see you're in this weird subterranean chamber and there's samantha and dan not too far away dan's kicking you and there's these black candles and softly glowing sigils you're not quite sure what's up but uh you got a bit of a headache am i alive i run up and hug him we thought they took you 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 got eaten by 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 a ghost I, i remember samantha as you rush up to hug roy the casket flips open and inside you see a squat, naked, fat, old man, and his eyes spring open, and they are black, boundless, and he smiles, and there are white fangs, and he says, Did someone call for Petunia? Roy, what the hell is that? Oh, that? If I had to guess, I'd say it's Petunia, idiot. Well, hi, kids. How are you doing? What, what are you doing down here? Why are you in a coffin? It's fun to play down here. And he snaps his fingers, and you hear the upstairs door slam shut and lock. And then the candles dim slightly. Are you going to hurt us? With any luck. Where's my little sister? Oh, Georgina. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping her on ice. What do you mean? That, that's not, that's, that's kidnapping, and, and it's highly, highly illegal. Why don't you kids come give me a hug? What you got in them bags? Is that candy? You give her back. My 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 parents told me not not to to talk to strangers. Yeah, but naked strangers are fine, Dan. Learn the rules. Do I have any of the any water left in that little vial? You do. I'm going to calmly walk up to him, pretend like I'm going to hug him, and then I'm going to go ha, and I'm going to throw what's left of the water in the vial in his face. And he leaps out of the coffin and stands next to it just a few feet away from you guys and he clutches his chest and he goes i'm coming elizabeth <laughs> and then suddenly he transforms into mist and his teeth fall to the ground chattering <laughs> and you see the mist drift over towards the north east corner of the basement pause for a moment and then shoot straight up towards the ceiling and you see a crack form and it disappears through a lit crack in the in the ceiling did 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 i get I him i think you got him i'm gonna go pick up the teeth well, oh, oh. they continue to chatter in your palm <laughs> what are you doing roy they could hurt you i i don't think you should touch those i did and as i proved by the ghost thing Royo Royo faces no consequences. <laughs> That's just gross. Where did he say Georgina was? Uh, on ice. He said something ab- about ice. Was there a, like a, a freezer in the in the kitchen? I shine my flashlight around the basement to see if I can see any other doors or any other way in or out. There is not. No, there's only the staircase up, and then now currently the crack in the ceiling that he created as he exited. Guys, we got to get out of here. Hey, Dan, are you afraid of heights? Yeah. Well, that's a shame because you're the smallest. Oh. I'm going to go up and try the door real quick and see if we can get out. Okay. I'm going to go and stand under the crack and wait for Dan to come over to me. So Dan and Roy go over towards the crack while Samantha runs back up the stairs and tries the door, which is firmly locked. And as Roy and Dan stare up at the crack, they see it looks like they can see up inside through the crack. It, it'd be definitely big enough for 
either one of them to wriggle through, and there is some sort of porcelain surface above. It's not very um, far up, and there is uh, some what looks to be perhaps plumbing that you could climb upon to get up in there. All right. Come on, Dan. Get on my shoulders and get up there. The door's locked. Okay. We have a better plan anyway. Just don't, don't, don't drop me. That's on you if you fall. I'm going to go over to to Roy and kind of climb up on his shoulders and use him as a booster to get up to the crack in the floor. Sounds good. With some teamwork, you manage to clamber up the tub through the broken flooring into a softly lit bathroom back up on the ground floor. A shower curtain decorated with cowboy lassos separates the tub from the rest of the rundown space where the toilet is corroded and stained with either rust, blood, or someone's taco fish that didn't agree with them. Above the sink, something is scrawled in orange on the mirror. The door on the west wall has an axe sticking out of it embedded in the wood. I'll take the axe immediately. Okay, Roy's going to proceed to the door to grab the axe. What are the rest of you guys doing? I'm staying as close as I can to Roy. I'm going to go check out what's written on the mirror. So, uh, Roy, the axe comes very easily out of the door. And Dan, uh, you do see three words written on the mirror in orange. And it appears that it was written in candy corn, sort of smeared candy corn. And it's the same word three times. It's Candyman. Candyman. Guys, what's a Candyman? And why is why why would someone smear it on a on a mirror three times? I don't know. You're supposed to turn the lights off and look into the mirror and say it. No, we're not doing that. Come on. It's not like it's Biggie Smalls or something. <laughs> who's Biggie Smalls? He's a guy who's big but also small. That 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 does doesn't sound like it's a a thing. Big and small are are op- oh, opposite. Oh, we get it, Dan. You're a nerd. Now just say it. Come on. I'm gonna try the door. It opens quite easily. Guys, let's just go. I like that idea better. Wait, let's go. hold on, Dan. I know you're a little fraidy wuss boy, so I gotta give you your lighter back. Thank you, Roy. That that might come in handy. You enter a small living room with lamps dripping with cobwebs and verdigris, a bookcase filled with rotted, worm-eaten texts, and a rickety-looking staircase leading up to the second floor. At the west end, a ratty couch and chair sit in front of a large TV which shows nothing but static. The hissing sound of dead air fills the room. On the south wall is the door that you know goes back to the foyer, and from it, the trail of Georgina's candy leads directly to the TV set. I'm going to go and see if I can open that door. I'm going to stay as close to Roy as I can. Hey, Sam, um, it, it looks like, like Georgina's candy is, is going over to the, to the TV. Okay. Go see if you see her. Maybe she's hiding behind it. Georgina! Okay, I'm going to go up to the TV and kind of peek around the side to see if there's anything behind it. So Roy approaches the door to the south. He finds the door appears to be still locked. Dan, as you approach the TV set, you detect a faraway voice coming from the TV set. Annie, Samantha, Roy, help. Um, um, Sam, it's, it, it sounds like, like, like Georgina is inside the, the TV. I'm going to run over to Danny real quick. What? What do you mean? There's someone inside, inside the, the TV. Here, here, listen, and I'm going to move her closer to the television. And now you can hear it too, Samantha. Get your paws off me. No means no. I'm going to 
put my hands on top of the TV. Georgina, how do we get you out? Help. We're trying to help. We don't know how to get you. Where are you? Hurry up, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see you. I'm going to uh, try and find the controls for the TV and try, like, flipping channels and see if anything changes. You find no remote. I'm going to bust the door down with the axe. I was say, you're not going to bust the move because you don't have a breakdance, do you? <laughs> no. No, that's me. So you swing the axe and it sticks in the door and you're unable to pull it back out. God dang it. All right. What are you doing? I was going to try and get us out and then we could get a cop or something, but nah. Oh, that was a good idea. I know. I'm full of them if you people actually listen to me. I'm going to go over to Roy and see if I can help pull the axe out together. So the both of you are yanking on it? The axe. <laughs> oh. And unfortunately, it seems to be pretty well wedged in there. It's okay, Roy. It was a good idea. I got to talk to you, Sam, before you run over there for no reason. Okay. Just trying to move this fucker along. So we're probably going to die. I got to level with you. That boy over there, that little loser, Dan, got a big crush on you. Me? Why would he like me? I don't know. I don't get it. You're a girl, and girls are icky. I know. I'm one of them. But Dan's into you, so do with that info with what you will. Dan's into you? Okay. I blush a little bit, and I'm like, thank you for helping, Roy. Let's go see if we can find her or find another way out. I'm going to go over to, I'm assuming these are stairs. They are stairs, and uh, at the very top of the stairs, you can see that uh, it appears that the entire second floor upstairs has collapsed. And is blocking the top of the stairs. I'm going to go up a little bit and see what we can see. It looks completely blocked. I'm going to go back down, look along the side of the stairway to see if there's a way under the stairs. Uh, No, the stairs seem pretty solid. I'm going to investigate this bookshelf over here. Dan, what are you doing during all this? I'm trying to look for a remote. And if that fails, I want to see if there are actual like physical. There should be because it's, you know, we're kids. So all this stuff is old. There should be physical buttons on the TV that I can use to, like, change channels or turn the volume up or down. Or, and I'm going to try, like, flipping through channels to see if anything okay. happens. Uh, there is no remote. And as you flip through channels, uh, nothing seems to be happening. And as you are doing this, you do happen to notice that the TV does not even appear to be plugged in. <gasps> well, that explains it. What is it, Danny? The, the, the TV isn't, isn't plugged in. How, how is it on if it's not plugged in? Probably a battery. Plug it in and see if that does anything. Uh, I'm going to grab the cord for the television and see if there's like a socket somewhere I can plug it into. I'm going to plug the television into the electrical doesn't outlet. doesn't seem to make any difference at all. Sweet. It, it, didn't, it didn't do anything. It's, it's still static. Well, then we're missing something. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to look at the bookcase that I'm at. So the bookcase appears to be just full of worm-eaten books. They're so old and rotten that uh, you can't even tell most of the titles. Hey, Danny, boy. What what do you want, You see her over there all scared and stuff? Yeah. Why don't you go comfort her? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the TV, Yeah, but you're though. scared, too, and we both can know that. Oh, I, I, I mean, can you not hear the, the, the voice Georgina, shut the- up. We're trying to get with your sister. <laughs> I'm going to head over to the boys because I couldn't find anything on this stupid book show. Georgina, how do we get you out? I'm going to crouch down and, like, knock on the the screen. And as you do so, your fist goes through the screen, (gasps) unyielding. What the hell is that? Um, And your fist feels as if it has been frostbitten. Ow. 
Guys, did, uh, did you did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I'm going to go down to the TV, and I'm going to yell into the TV, Georgina, take my hand, and stick my hand in. And you stick your hand in, and you feel coldness. Mm-hmm. But you hear her voice far away. Okay. I can't reach it. Guys, hold on to my feet. I'm going to go get her. I, I don't think it's a... I dive into the TV. I don't even listen. Oh, gosh. Samantha dives into the TV set. And she immediately sees a vast black world or lack of world inside the television. She sees Georgina in her little red raincoat that she wore as Little Red Riding Hood. Deep, too far for her to reach. But more horrifying, black tentacles writhing a mass of chaotic movement slowly creeping towards her little sister. She looks like she's probably, oh, let's say 35 feet away. Dang. Oh, Jesus. I kind of weasel my way back through the TV. When you came back out of the TV set, Uh you are covered in ectoplasmic fluid Mm. dripping. And you realize that Georgina is floating in this mass and she has no way to get back of her own accord and you would have no Ugh. method of doing so either guys i can't reach her she's too far away is is there like a, a rope maybe somewhere we can we can tie to you and she's and way can, like, in there can we like turn the the tv and like shake it and maybe <laughs> she'll like fall out we try it we're kids <laughs> who the awesome. hell knows we try it let's try tipping the tv face down nothing happens no Oh. Roy, what do we do? I, I'm thinking, okay? It's a lot of pressure, but you're not going back in there. You're too young, so we'll figure this out. I'll get back in there. I'll get her. Don't worry. I'm trying to think of where we've seen a rope. Did anyone see a, a rope when we were in the, in, the, in the basement, maybe? What about the bathroom? Let's go in the bathroom and look and see if we found if there was anything in there. Oh my god, we'll tie the shower curtain like a rope. Oh, oh, you mean the shower curtain with the pictures of lassos on it? I didn't know they were real lassos. No, they're not. They're pictures of lassos. See? So let's do that and then save her. Okay, let's go. We're going to run into the bathroom. We're going to rip the shower curtain off its little ringy ding dingies. Don't rip it off. That's going to ruin it, idiot. Tie it around my waist. Roy, are you going to go in and get her? Yes, I am. Just be 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 careful, Roy. It's 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 cold in there. Do you want my my jacket? How do you know it's cold? You weren't in there much. It's really cold in there, Roy. Fine. I'll take your jacket. Take my my army jacket off and hand it to him. Wow, it's much smaller than me. <laughs> Big man in a little coat. All right, we got it all tied. So, Roy, what do you do? I'll pull out my luchador action figure and say, call me Dos Caras and get a running start and dive headfirst in the television. Dan and Samantha, you're sitting on the couch close together, mm-hmm. hands grasped on the shower curtain, feeling the tension of Roy on the other end as he plunges into the television set and... You see the shower curtain thrum with tension, and then you feel a couple tugs on it. Let's get him out of here and go home. Pull! Pull! Danny, pull! Start pulling on the shower curtain rope. So Samantha and Dan fervently pull on the shower curtain, 
And after just a few seconds, you feel a bit of resistance. And then Roy and Georgina plunge from the television set. (laughs) They're both covered in clear ectoplasmic slime and sputtering as it exits their mouth and lungs. Mm. And I take off Dan's jacket to reveal my perfectly pristine costume underneath (laughs) and give him back the jacket. I'm going to run up and hug Georgina. Are you okay? And I'm going to start crying. And she says, don't ever leave me again. You left us, you dumbass. I just wanted one more piece of candy. We got to get out of here. There's no way out of here. We don't know what to do. And at that moment, the axe in the south wall clatters to the ground and the door creaks open what the fudge i i, I wouldn't question it let's let's Run! Get, let's get I grab out of georgina's here. hand and danny's hand i'm leisurely walking from upstairs you suddenly hear a scratching noise oh what's up and then you hear you're no good you're no good you're no good baby you're no good and then you hear a footfall on the stair and then another And Roy, as you're bringing up the rear... I'm mesmerized. As everyone flees towards the south door, you see the decayed, bloated body of a woman, long dead, slowly clambering, slightly dancing down the staircase toward you with her arms outstretched, her flesh blue and pallid. I'm mesmerized. She is tittering as she's coming down. <laughs> Roy, I, I, I really, I really think you should step back, Roy. I, I don't think that's that's. You're no normal. good. You're no good. You're no good. And the record continues to skip and repeat from upstairs as she descends toward you. Roy, that's the witch. Let's go. I'm, I'm gonna pick up the axe from the door, and I'm going to overhead it as hard as I can at the lady coming down the stairs. And just as she has descended towards the foot of the stairs where Roy has been magnetically drawn, the axe hurtles through the air and lops off her head. And it rolls to the bottom of the stairs right at Roy's feet. And the record stops from upstairs. Roy, come out! We gotta go! I'll snap out of it and run with them. All four of the young children rush out the front doors, which are now completely open and unlocked. Thank you. I was hoping for that. (laughs) Screaming like banshees into the night. (laughs) And as I pass through the door, I'll look back one last time at the left off head. You're no good. You're no good. So the four of you race towards home and safety with your candy halls. Epilogue. As the drug's effects fade away, so does the vision of the children's hideous adventure in Petunia's House of Horrors. It is a pity they escaped this time. The old man sighs, not with sadness, but with contentment. After all, there is always next Halloween. Happy Halloween from all of us at the Lovecraft Tapes. That was amazing. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. Yeah. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. 
For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.